Welcome to my half of the Virgo mini-pod for the Basement Astrologers. My name is Kip from Udomania Astrology, and I am coming to you live from the beautiful Pacific Northwest in Tacoma, Washington. Virgo is the sixth sign of the zodiac, the last sign of summer, a time of harvest. When discussing the signifiers of a sign, I'm always going to start with the sign's ruling planet. I think that understanding the symbolism of the ruling planet is the best way to grasp the signifiers of the sign. And with Virgo, that's Mercury. With Mercury, the messenger, some of the content is going to mirror the description of Mercury from my Gemini pod. But hey, they're both Mercury signs. Mercury is the closest planet to the sun and goes the fastest of the traditional planets outside of the moon. Traditional significations for Mercury include principles of communication, contact, transportation, commerce, language, writing, education, and the intellect generally. When Mercury is dignified, in other words, when Mercury's happy in a chart, they signify debate, eloquence, discrimination, cultural refinement, investigation of mysteries, a perceptive and shrewd manner, curiosity, and the ability to learn. When debilitated, you get terms like frenetic, argumentative, a disorganized mind, an easily deceived fool, deception generally, malice, lies, mockery, and derision. The body part ruled by Mercury is the nervous system. Mundanely, or real-world examples of Mercury, are travel, handmade crafts, shops, markets, schools, libraries, public spaces, casinos, and airports. Mercury has no sect. In other words, Mercury is just as happy in a day chart as it is in a night chart. Additionally, traditionally Mercury had no sex assigned to them, so they're neither male nor female. There is tons of lore and just as many avatars for Mercury, including Thoth, Hermes, Mercury, and Odin. Mercury generally covers gods of financial gain, commerce, messages and communication, travelers, boundaries, luck, merchants, thieves, and magic. In addition, we have the trickster gods, which often overlap with Mercury, such as Loki, Coyote, Fox, Rabbit like Br'er Rabbit, Monkey, Spider or Anansi, Raven, Papa Legba, and Cocapelli, just to name a few. Virgo is a mutable Earth female sign. The Virgin rules the intestines or the guts. Mutable stands for mutable or double-bodied marks the end of a season. It's those signs that uh, are the end of one season and just before the beginning of another. And it often simplifies multiplicity, adaptability, curiosity, inconsistency, and scatteredness. They're signs known for being comfortable in many environments. Earth symbolizes practicalness and functional action, constructive steps, solidity, organization, and pragmatism, something you can hold in your hand. And female simply means energy that's directed inward. When we apply Mercury to Virgo, we get the key phrase of collect data process. We could flesh out Virgo by comparing her to Mercury's other sign of Gemini, 
Gemini is a mutable, uh, sorry, a mutable air masculine sign. Interior Mercury with Virgo and exterior Mercury with Gemini. Gemini wants to gather information and share it. The quality of the information is way less important than the quantity. Take it in, put it out. This is why Gemini can be viewed as ungrounded. Virgo wants to collect information, internalize it by sorting the data into useful or not useful, even good data from bad data. But Virgo's not done. Virgo then searches for the better stuff and continues to process and refine the data. Mercury and Virgo share a special relationship. Virgo is the only sign whose ruler is both domiciled and exiled in the same sign. Simply put, when Mercury is in Virgo, they are both at home and in their favorite place to be. This is reflected in the fact that Virgo gives Mercury two jobs, collecting the information as well as evaluating it. Here's an example of gardening. With Gemini, I use the example of a newspaper reporter versus a newspaper editor. Gemini being the reporter and Virgo being the editor. I think gardening's a better example for earthy Virgo, so here we go. Gemini collects all the information about gardening. Gardening, What plants grow in this time zone, all the methods for planting, all the newest trends in seeds and tools, and then they bring the data back. Gemini is probably really excited to get out and pull the tools out and dig and plant, but once the garden's planted, Gemini's on to other things. There's a great chance that without external support, the garden would be neglected from planting on. Virgo, on the other hand, plants the garden and tends it every day. Virgo analyzes every square inch of each plant. Where is the sun hitting the garden? Which variety is producing first, last, most? Which tomato tastes best and lasts the longest? patient dedication to learning from the smallest possible source so that success can be replicated and failure be avoided. Next year's garden will be even better. The other comparison we can make with Virgo is to Pisces, the opposite sign of Virgo. Pisces is ruled by Jupiter and is a mutable female water sign. So with Pisces, we get emotion, whereas with Virgo, we get stuff we can hold in our hands. Mercury as we were saying, is domiciled and exalted in Virgo. Therefore, Mercury is in exile and in fall in Pisces. So Pisces is Mercury's least favorite place to be. This is why the marathon Mercury retrograde in Pisces in the late winter of 2019 was so over the top and felt so long. It was even marked by the obfuscation that came with the release of the Mueller report. Mercury, the planet of communication was sunk into the bottom of Pisces, broad oceans, trying to scream its messages and having it reverberate through the water. I often describe distilled Pisces energy as the shared vibe at an outdoor concert or religious gathering, a bliss and harmony created and shared by everyone in attendance. Virgo interacts with these harmonies as well. However, in Virgoan fashion, the energy needs to be collected and processed, so, while Pisces is expressed in the whirling dance in a field full of revelry, Virgo is the acupuncturist, finding the exact point to place the needle, allowing the body's resonance to flow as intended. Now, in true Virgo fashion, we'll dig into the nitty-gritty of Virgo. 
Individuals with strong Virgo placements are often pretty identifiable. Virgos tend to be detail-oriented and generally both bright and worker bees, so they can stand out. Astrologically, Virgos tend to identify strongly with their sun sign because of Mercury. Mercury is always close to the sun in a native's birth chart. Often, they're co-present with the sun, and even more, and never more than two signs away. For Virgo, this means the sun is ruled by a supercharged Mercury. Hence, Virgo sun signs often strongly correlate to characteristically Virgo traits. I want to share just a couple of old chestnuts about Virgo's avatar, the Virgin. So, we have two examples of where this term virgin comes from. First is the Vestigal Virgin. The Vestigal Virgin, where the term virgin comes from, did not relate to this person not having sexual intercourse. What it related to was this idea that this was an unmarried woman and who could remain unmarried by choice. And the Vestigal Virgin actually worked inside a temple and made sure that the flame inside the temple was always lit and the temple rites were provided for. So, the, uh, this modern conception of, of Virgos being prudish just doesn't relate to the original concept of what vir, uh, the virgin came from. In addition, we have the concept of virgin wheat. When wheat's grown, it's pretty much useless. Uh, virgin wheat isn't consumable by the human body. So what we need to do is process that virgin wheat. And that processing is a very Virgoan act. It takes uh, dedication and knowledge and specific steps to take that virgin wheat and make it something incredibly useful. Uh, so that this is where the concepts of the virgin come from, unlike uh, kind of the modern concept. A couple more traits commonly attributed to Virgos. First, that Virgos make lists. Now, this can be true. The trait comes from Virgo wanting to do things the right way. Doing things the right way can be hindered by Mercury. Mercury is distractible. Lists keep Mercury grounded. And Virgo on task. This ties into the perception that Virgos are procrastinators. Virgo energy wants to get things done, but needs to do it right. It can be hard to start things knowing the amount of dedication it will take to get them done correctly, so you put it on a list and make sure it's eventually accomplished. Strong Virgo placements can give the impression of nagging. Virgo energy observes and processes. The nagging often is the sharing of what the Virgo native has assessed. Virgo is not going to stop assessing or communicating. It would be like asking a fish to stop swimming. People with strong Virgo placements need to learn how to communicate what they've learned in a loving way so that it can be consumed by the person they're telling it to and learn Virgo's will one way or another. Virgo rules the gut for a reason. All the data collection and processing in an earthy, inward-facing sign means there's a ton to internalize. That internalization can lead to tummy troubles. When Virgo tries to figure out this tummy trouble, it can result in a focus on nutrition and exercise. Virgos generally know how to eat healthy. They've determined the good stuff from the bad. As a result, they're often really good at food preparation too. This process of assessment and internalization can also lead to self-critical analysis, which can in turn lead to rationalization or intellectualization of emotions and behavior patterns. Virgo keeps receipts, and it starts with the Virgo themselves. 
Those receipts are one reason. Virgo was traditionally described as the servant. Virgo is trying to avoid earning more red cards by being of service. Today, those characteristics can often be seen in Virgos in the archetype of the mentor, the volunteer, the therapist, or the listener. All right, now we're going to get to a few charts. Because the lecture was a little long, I grouped the charts together rather than breaking down individuals. What we find when we look at famous Virgos is that they're grounded in Mercury. There's lots of communication, um, lots of intellectual rigor. But once these individuals have found their voice, they've found their arena, then they've spent their life in service to the gifts that they've been given in those arenas. Now, first we have comedians. Mercury is the trickster, and Virgo is their favorite place to be. So there's lots of joking, lots of putting on. Now, if we include the nodes, we have a whole list of people with at least three uh, planets or signifiers, specifically in Mercury. And this list is really good. It includes John Mulaney, one of my favorite comedians, Amy Poehler, Adam Sandler, Molly Shannon from Saturday Night Live, Jack Black, Tyler Perry, and Bill Murray. All of these comedians are more than just comedians. They're funny and silly, but they're also prolific writers and have done tons of thoughtful work, movies, books. It's countless stuff. So they've found their theater and they've ground down in it and dedicated themselves to it. Now we have writers and directors, and it's really a great list. Raoul Dahl, the writer of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and James the Giant Peach. H.G. Wells, father of science fiction. The, uh, the War of the Worlds was written by him. Also The Time Machine and The Island of Dr. Monroe. Very timely, we have George R.R. R. Martin, the gentleman who wrote Game of Thrones. And we have Stephen King, who basically wrote all of the horror novels. And I'm going to include Tim Burton here, the director of Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands, Caroline, and many more, because he's another example of a Virgo who found his arena and became an auteur and worked in one space. These are people who have contributed as much as they could once they found their voice and really dug into what they do. We also have, in the manner of the servant, humanitarians, and it's really a, an outstanding list as well, if shortened. We have Margaret Sanger, one of the founders of women's rights. We have Mother Teresa, who dedicated herself to fighting poverty. We have Bernie Sanders, he of the rig system for the millionaires and billionaires. And we have a gentleman named Jaggi Vuzedev. I'm sure that I'm pronouncing this yogi's name incorrectly, but what this gentleman did, what Jaggi did, was dedicate himself to yoga, starting the Isha Foundation. Isha spreads yoga worldwide, and he has a foundation that has 9 million volunteers everywhere you can think of. Finally, we've got a list of snacks. We've got Tom Hardy, Idris Elba, Keanu Reeves, Blake Lively, Selma Hayek, and Padma Lakshmi. I just wanted to point out that us Virgos are pretty hot, too. Well, I hope you guys learned something and found something you could take away. I appreciate you listening and have a great day. Hello, this is Meredith with Earthling Astrology, and I'm here today to report on my take of Virgo. So Virgo is the sixth sign of the zodiac. It is a mutable sign, which is just a fancy word for flexible and adaptable and also an earth sign. So if you think of the earth being flexible and adaptable, 
kind of hard to picture that. And Stephen Forrest, my first astrology teacher, and a lot of other astrologers say Virgo is the most uh, difficult sign of the zodiac to figure out, and I could not agree more. Uh, Virgo energy is a little bit baffling. If there's a Virgo in your life, you might have a hard time trying to figure out uh, what they're all about because, again, the mutable earth energy just is hard to compute in your brain. Uh, Virgo is ruled by Mercury. And please listen to our Chiron episode to hear my take on whether Chiron might be uh, a ruler or a possible uh, co-ruler of Virgo. The body part associated with Virgo is the intestines and digestive system. So if you uh, have a lot of Virgo energy in your chart, you might carry a lot of your stress in your gut, Um, might have an upset stomach when you go through a stressful period. Virgo is also very instinctual when it comes to the body and healing. You'll see a lot of healers and people in the health profession uh, with a lot of Virgo energy in their chart. And also, the I consider Virgo associated with the sixth house, and that is historically the house of health. The positive keywords associated with Virgo, adaptable, efficient, organized, practical, humility, skillful, in service. Virgo is one of the best signs for saying, how can I help? Uh, they are constantly wanting to improve things and being in service to others. Some negative keywords for Virgo is critical. They want things perfect so much that they might criticize others and be very, very self-critical. So Virgos, stop beating yourself up. It is okay. Uh, more negative keywords, fault-finding, having self-doubt, standoffish, high-strung, irritable, and nitpicky. So I make fun of Virgos because if they see a picture crooked on the wall, they just want to straighten it. They might have their correct way to load the dishwasher. It's just their way, but they have to have it that way. It's almost like OCD type stuff. And I have three planets in Virgo, so I can totally relate to the OCD part and having a certain way to do things, which might not make sense to other people, but it's just like my process and system. Um... And I always had the analogy of what would Virgo do if they hit a wall? And I think that Virgo would find the imperfection in the wall and get through it that way. And then to make some fun, they might criticize the builder for how they did it wrong. Um, Again, the perfectionist vibe. That's uh, Virgos are really associated with the perfectionism. Um, They might be OCD cleaners. I have a few Virgos in my life. You know who you are who can't sleep in after a party because they have to go clean their house. Um, the Virgo parents have a hard time with the kids' toys being everywhere. They they are the, you know, kind of rule taskmasters with the kids pick up the toys and you can see the kids looking at the parents like, I don't get it. Um, Virgo parents, I, I in my experience, have, have the most trouble with the kids making messes. So, To end, a few famous Virgos I picked out. I mean, a lot of famous ones are Michael Jackson, Beyonce's. They're very, very perfectionist in their performances and their music. Uh, And Beyonce even says she's a classic Virgo. Uh, I picked uh, Sean Connery, who's actually a double Virgo. You might know him as the most famous James Bond out there. He started working at the age of nine to support the family. So very good example of Sean Connery asking, how can I help? 
He joined the British Royal Navy for a seven-year stint, but he was released after three years due to stomach ulcers. So another example of Virgo ruling the digestive system. I just assume that that experience was very stressful for him. And he carried that stress in his gut so much that he actually had to leave the Royal Navy. He is like a perfectionist with dancing. He's taking years and years of lessons, uh, martial arts, and he was actually considering being a soccer player before he decided on acting. And I guess he was like the star perfectionist player and had all talent there. And um, it's funny, I uh, found a quote that he was quoted as saying as he considered doing films if he thought his help was needed. So just another example of... Virgo being in service and how can I help? He turned down the role of Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings series because he didn't understand the script. And Virgos like process and they like to, they're an earth sign, so they want it to make kind of logical sense. And I just thought that was a neat tidbit that he turned down that script. And a weird fact, and this has really nothing to do with Virgo, but the two Virgo examples I have have these things in common. I don't know why. So Steven Seagal once broke Sean Connery's wrist and he had to give up a role. And my next Virgo example is another kind of weird one, but it's Cameron Diaz. She also had her wrist broken during training and had to give up a role because of a broken wrist. And she also, like Sean Connery, has trouble understanding movie scripts. And she said they wished movies were filmed in order uh, because I think what movie producers do, they'll fin- film the middle of the movie, then the end, the beginning, they'll chop it up depending on where they are in location and shooting schedules. And apparently that dr- drove her nuts and she'd just rather have the movie being filmed in chronological order. Again, a very Virgo thing, needing order and structure and make it have things make logical sense. And I just laughed when Sean Connery turned down Lord of the Rings because he didn't understand the script. And Cameron Diaz has said a similar thing. I, I don't understand the movie script because we film it all over the place. She actually has ADD, which is a, uh, I guess, symptom of the mutable energy. She also has Mars in Virgo, which is go, 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 go. So when you amplify that mutable energy, it's really hard to focus. It's really hard to sit still. And she has been diagnosed with ADD. And lastly about Cameron, she is a germaphobe. She scrubs her home, she says. She washes her hands numerous times a day. And she opens doors with her elbows. And again, Virgo energy associated with health. So that is my short take on Virgo energy for you today. Again, this is Meredith with Earthling Astrology. You can find me at earthlingastrology.com and please send me an email anytime, meredith at earthlingastrology.com. Thank you and good night, Earthlings. Thank you for listening to this special episode of The Basement Astrologers. We hope you enjoyed this short educational clip from Kip and myself. Please email us at thebasementastrologers at gmail.com if there's any astrology topic that you'd like me and Kip to tackle, and we will try and put out an episode in the future. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and also please find July Fighter on any music streaming service. We'd like to thank July Fighter for our opening and closing music. Good night, Earthlings.